Are you ready to hear technology leaders discuss their software engineering challenges, including the solutions they came up with so that you can benefit from their experience? I'm here to introduce Software Tech Talks, how the pros build reliable products, a podcast series designed for engineering VPs and directors of R&D and software quality who want to hear about practices, tools, and proven solutions to challenges they face every day. Chris Kelly, the president of Advantu, introduces technology leaders about issues we're all impacted by. So if you're ready to rock, here we go. Hello, this is Chris Kelly, president of Advantu. And in our last episode, I introduced entrepreneur and business owner Pam Gardner, who was interviewed by Kathleen Glass, a marketing and sales guru in her own right, about challenges that women in biotech have faced due to the pandemic. As a continuation of that important conversation, Pam shares her own personal experience in becoming a networking powerhouse while building her business as an empowerment coach for life sciences. On a personal note, I'd like to congratulate Pam on winning the San Diego Business Journal's Businesswoman of the Year Award in the small business category. Pam is a living testament to hard work and dedication to helping others. She's blazing a path forward for women in STEM, and I'm fortunate to call her my friend and colleague. Let's join Kathleen and Pam's conversation in progress. So, Pam, in our last segment, we talked a lot about, you know, courage and empowerment and, um, you know, how to how to work forward your dream job and your promotion. And yet we're in such a time where people are really women, particularly feeling overwhelmed, feeling vulnerable. And and so, you know, I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about how to 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 frame it, how to how to get your um, self in a position to be able to move forward like that. Pam, you know, and, and as we've talked and I've met you um, and, and seeing all the things you're doing with BVS and your Art of Women Thriving and STEM program, you're a real powerhouse in networking and life sciences. How did you get started? Have you always been like this? Uh, and can you talk about it a little bit? Yeah, it's, um, thank you so much, Kathleen. And it's really interesting um, because serendipity has played into my life so many times. I call it being at the right place at the right time and recognizing the opportunity despite the risk and the fear. And I used to be in the tech industry and I was actually approached about starting my own company in biotech because the suppliers were having um, difficulty getting access to the biotech companies. It was hard to make cold calls. And so I put together a business which is about speed dating for scientists where they can go table to table um, to learn about the latest and greatest um, technology. And um, I wanted to say that I wasn't always um, a badass butterfly as I refer to myself today. Um, you know, I had my issues. I, I refer to myself as a cage butterfly, and I kind of sometimes go in and out of 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 that place. Um, when I was younger, I always felt like I had to conform. I didn't have a voice, and um, and I had to dim down my light. Um, and then I got into the the self development world and got my tools. And, um, you know, really started to progress and have more visibility and confidence. 
And I have to say, you know, with with the pandemic, um, I was prior to it, I was on top of the world. I was going all over the place. My business was going really well. And then everything crashed and, you know, revenue went down to almost zero. And so I really had to pivot and I called it going back into my cocoon using the tools that I had, processing the emotions, having the trust that um, everything would be okay, and um, and just learning how to pivot. And then I came back out as that badass butterfly. Although what I'm noticing in speaking to hundreds of women, a lot of women are still stuck. Yeah, you know, it's interesting how you how you talk about that inventing yourself. And so, you know, this this is such an interesting opportunity if women think about that for them to to take a moment and say, okay, so we've had this major shift, we've had these changes, you know, how do I reinvent myself? Um, can you uh, talk about that a little bit more? Tell us some more things about what you did to grow some, and some of your tricks of getting visibility. I mean, you talked about like kind of going down to zero. I mean, and, and yet, you know, you you seem like you've got all the visibility and you've got all these connections. So so what are your, some of your tricks for for that getting visibility? Yeah, I'm, I mean, what's really important is, um, you know, as I was um, pivoting, I still um, remained um, present on social media. Um, I looked at creative ways to um, be on podcasts or to create these um, programs um, for for women, which which could be done virtually. Same thing with um, my scientific events. I had to move to the virtual um, world. But I think it's 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 often women are afraid to make those posts or to go out and, and talk on video. And I would strongly encourage it because that's really how I became so well known um, in the industry. And, you know, prior to that, I mean, it may surprise people, but I was really shy when it came to um, networking. I used to go to these events because I wasn't originally from the science industry and I would be have a lot of anxiety and I'd be afraid to go up and talk to people. But then I would meet Joe and Mary and then I would pull myself up and go back to the next event and Joe and Mary were there and then I'd meet Steve and Kathy and um, just really, really had to work that muscle. It wasn't easy. Um, but then over time, I became one of the most connected people because I kept doing it despite the fear. Uh, awesome. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. I'll, I'll just add a comment here because you, you mentioned about speaking engagements. And I actually really feel like during this period of lockdown and, the, and, and not having as many um, live events gives uh, a lot of folks more opportunity to 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 be on a podcast, be part of a panel because we've moved so much to virtual. There's so much demand for interesting speakers and and true thought leaders. And so, you know, if you haven't done it before, this is a really good safe time to do that. You know, start with just the panels or or something where you have a, a support network there to help you through the the event. And then you it's kind of like you know what you were saying. You know, you're, you get your name out there, and then once you've done one, then, oh, uh, you know, Jane's Jane's done this one. Oh, well, then let's invite her to the next one, and, and so on and so forth. And so, you know, think about what's different about what's going on now that, that might be to your advantage uh, for getting more visibility, more exposure, more more training. And, and I, I 
think that there's always somebody out there to help you um, get coached, right? Most events that I've ever been part of have rehearsals. They're there to make their speakers look like stars. So that's my two cents worth. I really think that this is an interesting time to try and flex some of those different muscles um, virtually. Same with social media. I mean, normally it might not be something that one's boss might accept you to do with social media. <laughs> but, you know, oh, everybody's always told, no, no, stay off social media. But right now, companies are kind of rethinking that and saying, oh, okay, um, you know, you, you have an interesting life sciences um, article you want to um, post on or be part of a, a LinkedIn group in life sciences. You know, again, I think there's interesting uh, opportunities that might not have been there um, before. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. And I think um, what is happening with the pandemic as well is people can show up in their natural environment with their cats, their dogs, their kids. There's all kinds of surprises that happen. You don't have to have the perfect studio um, to, to do a video. Um, I actually just made a recommendation to somebody um, that's just coming out of school who just got her Ph.D. Why don't you start a podcast to really get known in your field? Um, because she was talking about not having um, the expertise. I think sometimes people think, okay, I, I have to be a natural born speaker or whatever to start a podcast. Um, you, you actually don't. And you have to be willing to go um, out of your comfort zone and, and look at, um, you know, other ways of doing things. You know, that's, a, that's really great advice. And I, I think that the, the, the proliferation of video, Zoom, TikTok videos have made all of us need to realize that we don't have to do any of these things in a polished production environment anymore. That, you know, it's you and your iPhone. Uh, one of my, one of my girlfriends yeah. started carrying one of these little microphones tied to her iPhone in her purse and she just pull it out and like start interviewing people as she met them. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, as you said, and, and I figured out which lamps work so I look better. <laughs> in my room so yeah it's, it's it's you have to you have to think about like what what can i make of this um and and not give up i, I think that's the important thing we all want to say in our in our takeaway today is don't don't give up don't give up on your career don't give up on your boss um step back and and take a breath have some self-care time there's really great resources like your um your women's group, uh, Art of Women Thriving in STEM. Uh, so there's peer networks out there. Sometimes if you are kind of feeling like you're locked in your house <laughs> with the kids and the dog and everything like that, and, and, and there are groups out there like Art of Women Thriving in STEM who can be resources, can be a peer group, can, can take the place of the, the, the peers in the office that you might have, you know, had coffee with in, in other times. Um, you know, Pam, these have been such great insights for women in life sciences. Before we wrap up, just tell us a little bit more, tell our listeners, listeners a little bit more about how you help STEM workers today at BVS. Yeah, and, and, and the first thing I wanted to say is it's so important to do the internal work on yourself because as we've seen over the past year and a half, we cannot control the external. <laughs> There's no way to control it, but we can control our own internal state. 
And that's really the work that I so passionately do. And once again, as you said, the program's called The Art of Women Thriving in STEM. And with having worked in the industry um, for 18 years and having interviewed hundreds of women, you know, as recently as last last week, um, these women are, you know, they're really, really bright women. Um, they may have some confidence issues. They may be experiencing imposter syndrome. They really need to bust through those limiting beliefs, holding them back from having their dream job or their promotion that they deserve. And they need that mentorship and support. I mean, the CEOs that get to the highest level, they all have coaches. They are surrounded with the best people. So it's really important for the individual employees to have that same support to focus on their inner being as well. Yeah, absolutely. So critical, so critical. I, I don't want this to be a time, you know, I, I, I read one stat that we have fewer women represented in the workforce than we have in 30 years. And I, I hope that, that our discussion today has inspired some women, particularly women in life sciences, to to think about you know ways they could reach out, re- reframe where they are, take some more steps, don't give up, think about how you can find ways to um, take that next step in your fabulous career that you have put a lot of investment in so far. Thank you, Pam. Thank you so much for joining us today on this really important topic. Um, how would somebody reach you if they were interested in exploring this further or chatting or being on one of your interviews or uh, part of your group? You know what? Um, they can contact me at pam.gardner at B as in boy, B as in Victor, S as in Sam, connection.com. And I also have a LinkedIn group called Women Thriving in STEM, and I would love to have people join me there as well. There's an assignment for everybody who is listening today. Thank you so much, Pam. And Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And thanks to Chris Kelly and the Advantu crowd for hosting our podcast today. Thank you for joining us today. If you are new to building mission-critical applications or you're a seasoned professional and you'd like to increase velocity or improve product quality and reliability, Advantu is here to help. Want to deliver products your customers can't live without? Then email support at advantu.com with the subject podcast top 10 and we'll send you the top 10 mistakes companies make with software development so you can avoid them. Again, that's support at advantu.com. We publish new episodes on a regular basis, so tune in to advantu.com forward slash podcasts. Have a great day.